0: Get Heavy Podcast, hosted by Craig Casamas and John Scheimer. All right, hey guys, what's up? Welcome to Get Heavy Podcast. I'm here with another uh, glorious Corona Chronicle. Uh, we got Shimer in the house, and we have our super good friend, Eric Reiser Rodriguez, um, local Ventura uh, man about town. Um, he works for a nonprofit organization that helps intellectual and developmentally disabled people. Uh, he's a Buddhist, uh, meditates just generally a better person than we are uh, (laughs) all around. (laughs) So we wanted to talk to you, man, and, and just kind of, you know, check in with you and, and see how everything's going in
1: your world, you know? Yeah, man. Well, um, I, I continue to work. Um, you know, we, um, because of the work that I do, we support people. Um, we, our our agency has a bunch of day programs that have been closed this whole time, but, um, I, I manage a program called training for independent living and I, um, we, we work with people, um, in apartments. And, um, so we've had to learn how to, how to do that without being in people's apartments, you know, we, um, and so, you know, a lot of this kind of stuff, um, getting people, um, hooked up with zoom with, um, has been a huge challenge for everybody. Yeah. You know, and, and for us, um, you know, we may, we may have people that have uh, real challenges understanding technology or, um, maybe they don't, um, they don't have equipment. Um, you know, they're some of the folks I had to, I had to call them up and walk them through setting up an email account and then, you know, uh, do the, you know, I mean, every step of the way it's been labor intensive just to get, um, you know, s- some people have, you know, the like government phones and they're like, they can't even get on on a phone. So I, I mean, it's, there's been a lot of struggle to, to connect with people other than just old school telephone call, um, which we do that too. And, um, And we show up at people's like outside the window and we're, you know, we'll take, we'll take people through stuff. (laughs) That's awesome, man. Those, and that was kind of early days. Now we're, you know, now we're uh, wearing a mask and we, and we, you know, we show up to people's uh, place. And um, so, you know, and all of our work is, um, you know, person to person. Um, So um, it's been, it's been a challenge and a lot of what we've, been talking about with our whole agency and as we meet on zoom uh with managers just trying to get creative about how do we do the things that we used to do to support people virtually you know Mm -hmm. um and and then i mean in addition to that like all all the employees like we have tons of people that also have the same issues like they don't really know how to use stuff you know yeah yeah and so you know it's it's been a lot of um and in the beginning, not even knowing like, should I tell people to stay home? And you know, I mean in the first two or three weeks it was stressful just to even know what kind of schedule and and still at this point we're like, well, we're not sure when you might be able to come back to a program that you used to attend or you know, or when people are gonna come back to like still this yeah. this deep in this fucker, you know, we still yeah. we still don't really know what to tell people, like just stay tuned, you yeah. know which has its own level of people, you know, most people don't like that. Most people want to, want to schedule. Most people want to know what to expect, you know? Um, and we're all just like, man, hold tight, you know? Um, yeah. Well, it's crazy. Cause I wanted to see like, have you,
0: since, since this has all happened, I mean, when you're, when you're dealing with these guys, you know, the, they're, they're immune compromised most of the time anyway. A lot of them are right. I mean, so, that's what. Well, I uh, just for the record, I used to work where where Eric works, uh, and this was twelve, maybe possibly fifteen years ago. At this point, it was a different organization then. But, um, you know, I noticed that you know there were a lot of people were sick a lot of the time, and you know they have a hard time taking care of themselves sometimes, and you know they really rely on us for to help them with their hygiene and and stuff like that. So, I mean, has have you had cases where you're you think it's like, Oh my, is this spreading bad? Or, I mean, it seems like you guys probably helped lock it down pretty
1: quick. Right. We did. And you know, we, we, we have some things that are in place that were really helpful, you know, um, in terms of, of cleaning and all that kind of stuff, because we have to, but you know, even, even me thinking about the way that certain um, staff members um, fed or, or changed people or whatever, I'm thinking like, man, there's no way we're going to be able to do that. Why? Yeah. Yeah. How are you going to change yeah. someone's diaper dude right now? You know, like why, why were we ever like feeding people who cough all over you? Like without a face mask, like without a mask and a face shield, like why yeah. were we ever doing that? Like I, right. now with this new information and, you know, like just reassessing the kinds of things that we did before. So, um, yeah, we have, that's one of the things that's hard to figure out. Like, Um, there are a lot of people who have, um, you know, comorbidities there there's a lot of people that we support and when are we ever going to be able to get them back into, you know, um, and so are we going to be able to continue to support them or when will that happen? And, you know, just like with us with like, I mean, our, our business, our business isn't any different than anyone else's. I mean, like you look at a restaurant and go, okay. Whether or not the government says you can go in, what's your business actually going to be like? You know, right? How do you keep people safe, and will people come back in the door? Well, you know, and 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 the level that you feel safe at. Let's say you say, okay, forty percent of the old capacity. Can you have a business like that? Can you continue to, you know, can you stay alive? Is it even sustainable? You know, is that sustainable? And that's what, yeah. you know, and. I mean we've got no fucking clue how long like this is going to go on. I mean not only and Thank the you. yeah regardless whether or not the government <laughs> the government says it doesn't really matter because people are going to like they're going to take care of themselves in whatever way they feel safe. Well,
2: because yeah exactly it's like it's like if the government right now was like opened up everything and had like farm you know everything was just like here everything's open who's going to go to it
1: I'm not right. You no, know, like, like for for you, John, and I've got you know, I've got ten friends who like work in either behind the scenes or on the or or on stage, and like, I'm not, I'm not down to go to a concert and stand shoulder to shoulder with a thousand people right now. Like, I'm not doing that, you know. Um, no way. No way. So like, I'm
2: still, I'm still scared to give. I'm still, I'm still scared to give most of my hu- my friends hugs.
1: I know you know and, what I mean like that's a whole that's a whole mindfuck we don't have any idea like I I me too I was like I've been seeing you from a distance for three months we we stand you know apart from each other and I'm not hugging you neither one of us been sick what am I afraid of you know yeah, exactly we're not hugging you know no we, but yeah but it's still it's still not like we're, we're in. each other from a you know from 10 feet away you know like um, so there's a whole psychological part of this that like has nothing to do with you know with what the government does or 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 even makes any sense. Well, you know? and
2: we haven't and we haven't even hit that that part of it yet as to how you're going to react when everything opens up. You know, no one knows.
0: Uh, yeah, it's hard to it's hard to I mean, it's hard to imagine. You know, what I mean even with me being like personally over it, like I'm just over being home. I'm over everything being shut down. And I've said it a thousand times. It means it does not mean I will not participate. It doesn't mean I won't, I don't support it, but mentally I'm like done. I'm just over it, you know, but like, I'm still not going to go to a show or I'm not going to go sit in a movie theater with sticky feet. You know what I mean? Eating popcorn, you know, like, yeah, you have to go, yeah, go to a movie
2: theater and they they, people are sitting in that seat before you. Yeah, Yeah.
1: exactly. You know, it's a trip, man. Even with like, let's say the movie theater opens and they're like, yeah, 30% capacity, you know, whatever, how many ever seats between people and like, and then just like you said, like, well, yeah, but who was the, who was Mm -hmm. the, who was sitting there before me you know like
2: and you have to count on the 17 year old kid that fucking works there to clean the fucking seat
1: right right and and you know i i mean you guys know i i travel every year i go out of the country every single year and i had you know i i had my plans for this year and i'm like i'm not getting on a like even well i'm not getting on an airplane you know like an airplane are you fucking kidding me like um, it, recycled air yeah, an, an airplane's the worst possible place you've even when they come around they've got these like sprayers and they but like that's a that's a worse place you could be
2: yeah yeah i like how craig has gone uh oh okay there we
0: go sorry guys i didn't mean to i had to. the wife knocking you know that's all right oh yeah yeah Yeah. for sure i was hoping you guys would keep going without me we just Uh, it's
2: basically you're not wearing pants and you had to get up
0: yeah yeah Oh, I have pants on. They're just pink shorts today. <laughs> I was trying to, I was trying to be festive for Festivus, you know. Oh, look at that! <laughs> yeah. At that. Huh? Anyway. That's
2: called. That's called not having to do shit this week. <laughs> that's huh? right, 100%, dude. Yeah.
1: <laughs> anyway. Like, um, a lot of construction is going on, but you, you haven't been working.
0: So I, I have had to transfer from being an instructor, teaching people how to run equipment on a job site, you know, at a training facility to being an online instructor. So I'm literally trying to like, we've been doing online courses for the last six weeks straight, trying to get the, all the apprentices through their stuff. Um, but uh, construction sites are open. You know what I mean? They're essential workers and a lot of that stuff has had to continue on and they're doing the mask and the social distancing as best as they can. But I've I've transitioned. I've been working from home for the past you know, three months at this point. And right. It's it's been really nice to be able to spend this much time with my kids. I mean, I've never I have a young you know, I have the the one year old and I would missed a lot of my first two kids, you know? Yeah. Uh, so that's been really cool. But literally it's like me on a PowerPoint and I look like, it's it's it as hilarious as me going like here's a bulldozer. Yeah, like, you you the, the dirt. <laughs> do... like it's we not need... that ridiculous, but it's it feels that ridiculous at times, you know We what need,
2: what need to we need I'm gonna... I need, I'm going to come over in full PPE one time <laughs> yeah. and record you for. Oh, I'll yeah. say,
0: yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll post some conversations and it's me going, you know, it's just all, it's a really, I mean, you know, I, I left the construction industry because I got this job to be an instructor essentially to teach people how to run equipment through a, a, my union, which is like the job, you know, it's, it's the retirement job. You know right. what I mean? Um, And then from, and within my first year to have to figure out how to, do this online is like but it's a lot of zoom we have microsoft teams that we're using i'm building quizzes doing powerpoint presentations and stuff like that but um i i'm realizing that i might be the only motherfucker in this union that knows how to use a computer you know what i mean is, is, what, <laughs> is what's turning out because i'm begging shit out pretty quick and everyone's like what's happening you know how are you doing that i'm like "I'm well dude i just had to explain to you how to like copy and paste a link Right. You know? mm-hmm. and, and that's fine. You know, you're a construction worker, dude. Like, you're not expected. Like, this dude can cut a slope beautifully. Right. But, you know, it's just the computer is not his world, you know. And it, it's not really mine either. But, yeah, I, but have a,
1: I have a better understanding, you know. I keep talking to, to you know, people I work with. I'm like, like we've got to make ourselves essential. So that's, yeah. that's what yeah. you're talking about. You're talking about making yourself essential. Essentially, yeah. yeah. Because, so, you know you know, the ax is coming. I mean, there's no way that all, all these businesses can, can sustain all this, you know, yeah. like, so if, if, if you're not essential to your business, mm-hmm. you know, and then, you know, like then the, you know, the work's going to be tough to find because there's going to be everyone else's for something too, you know, Oh, for
0: sure, man. I mean, you know, that's, that's kind of the, I, I think that's, if you take that stuff, um, you know, I take a lot of the like, like punk rock ethos. Like I take that stuff very seriously. You know, you get in there, you do, do it yourself. You find your own way, you make your own path. And that's what I've done with every job. I, you know, I topped out in construction in 10 years, dude. And that's a 20 year trajectory. And it's because I think that I, I figure out how to get in there and do exactly what you said, make myself essential. I think we all do this. You know what I mean? Like, you get in you get into a spot you make yourself absolutely essential to the project to the job to the business to the whatever and then now you found your place you know and then at that point you can thrive so a lot of people don't have it i mean a lot of people just don't have that in them you know but um i i certainly do i know john does it seems like you do because you 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 know when you got hired at your company i remember when you first started there it was you you essentially kind of jumped up pretty quick you know but by i would assume making yourself essential you know
1: sure yeah. I, I moved right up and um, yeah. And uh, you know, I'm part of the leadership, you know, now. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. Shimer went from dirty, dirty floor sleeping uh, yep. with us on tour to uh, managing very big bands on tour, <laughs> you, know <what> I mean? <laughs> you know, because he made himself essential, you know, it's, That's and, and, you know, some people don't have are in this, especially in this climate, some people don't have that option. You know what I mean? Their job is just, done right now you know what well, i mean so I, I always
2: had me, me and my buddy we always joked about because i always had people tell me how lucky i was and right I was, like, I was like let me show you the path the path of luck you know <laughs> yeah lucky let me, yeah let me sh- let me show you this path of
0: luck that i've taken it's just been fucking giving yeah, just oh, all man. luck It just been stumbling just all into all piles like of her. gold <laughs> yeah. Or, or yeah. Yeah, I know, like, you don't believe in luck, but I believe in a little bit, you know what I mean? But I think it's 99% hard work and determination that gets you where oh, yeah. you are, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You might I mean, be in the right always... place at the right time every once in a while, but, yeah. you know, it's it's because of your hard work and determination puts you in that spot, you know, so mm-hmm.
1: it's weird. Well, but, um, if, luck it exi- if luck exists, it exists equally good and bad luck, so you know what I mean? Right. Like, of course you get opportunities that you didn't really, that you just kind of lucked into. And you also have huge challenges that you had no part in fucking up, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, it's hard work that puts you, you know, that, that, um, and then sometimes people also use luck interchangeably with gratitude. Like, you know, like, you know, I feel lucky. Well, I mean, you know, grateful and, grateful and lucky are different to me too. You know, it's like- Oh yeah.
0: Yeah, it's a trip, man. I, so one thing I wanted to ask you about is, is, um, you know, in dealing with all the, you know, the people that you deal with and stuff like that. I mean, how is their mental, I mean, do a lot of them understand what's going on? I mean, is is that, how is that, how is it affecting their
1: community at this point? Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's, that's, um, it, that's been tough, you know, to, to get, to, to teach the folks that we support, Um, how to do things completely differently. And, you know, in, in the program that I have where we're training people training for independent living, you know, we're, we're teaching people independent living skills. So things like cooking and cleaning and banking and shopping and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, they need training um, in in order to get there. Well, you know, now the stuff that we've been teaching them, now we've got to teach them new things. And, um, and, uh, our job changed a lot between, like, things that are, like, sort of tasks to do to, like, we're, we're having to really do a lot of emotional support, you know? Right. Um, and because,
0: they're, they're, you know, when I worked there, it's a lot of very sensitive people.
2: You know what I mean? You can, well, you can... Also, I imagine, I imagine like, I, I've never worked in the line of work you guys are in. And I imagine that reputation is very important
1: super important right you know yeah. what I
2: mean like like where it's like anything you know in any kind of hiccup in your day and then now the living in a day where it's been one long day
1: yeah right it's a huge yeah it's a huge hiccup and some some of the things that we teach like some people really the routine you know the the repetition is what helped them get to be able to do it independently or or pretty independently and then to say yeah throw all that out the window this is what we're doing now yeah yeah also um I, i mean we've got a we support a lot of people that don't have a lot of they don't have a lot of community so the emotional support now is super important like they like being part of their program that's where their friends are they don't have a bunch of friends and you know like so they um oftentimes they are pretty isolated you know the folks that we support in my program you know a couple of them are really staying in all the time and and so our job is to try to you know get them out for a walk you know Mm -hmm. i mean as simple as but the same thing is true for you know i i mean you guys have all kinds of friends and people you know and like i mean the the same thing's true for everyone you know it's like Mm -hmm. okay i gotta make sure i'm taking care of myself you know, mm-hmm. um, and, and all the the ways in which we can take care of ourselves. you know, like, I mean, sometimes people are sitting around, I, you know, I, I had a meeting with like, what we call the circle of support. So people that, um, who get uh, services in our agency, they, they, the, there's a regional center that is kind of the, the uh, case manager agency that, that, that takes the money from the state and gets the and and um, so them and, you know, whoever their staff member is and, you know, a circle of people. Went, and the service coordinator asked this individual, like, what have you been doing? Um, have you been getting um, any exercise? And this individual literally said, I walked to the bathroom in the fridge. <laughs> like, <laughs> that was the literal answer. That's it. Well, that's what I do. You know?
0: <laughs> that's a trip, man. I mean, you know, because I, I just I always experienced a lot of, you know, It's just it's those it's those like, uh, I guess, old stereotypes where, you know, you see someone with Down syndrome and you just automatically assume they don't got as much going on in their head as you do. And it's absolutely false. I mean, you know, I've had some incredibly in-depth conversations with people, you know, when I worked at that facility that, you know, you were like, dude, profound, you know, not only that much more well-rounded than I was at the time. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, it's a trip. So I, I, I just, I'm, I'm hoping, you know, I know they're in good hands. I know you guys are doing your best. I'm so, you know, I just wanted to know like, you know, how it's affecting.
1: So that's cool. I mean, hear. it's I, I think it's tough for some people. And, and every time we do have contact, we have a phone call, we have a zoom, you know, people are like, when can we come back? I mean, people miss are, you know it's a community right yeah,
2: it's their it's their it's their it's their tribe
1: right and we're different we're like when can I hug one of my friends you know like oh, yeah. Yeah, you know it's the same yeah. and, um
2: but it's gonna it's 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 just it's also gonna be I'm sure it's gonna be difficult though when everybody gets back together because everyone like you know what I mean like everybody's I mean I imagine it when when we all start hanging out too it's gonna be like oh hey but it's like we haven't Physically, all hung out in like nine months or whatever, whatever it is. By the time yeah. we start seeing some people, yeah, you know I mean it's just like everything is different now.
1: You know, yeah. We're, you know like standing around a bonfire. You know, everyone's just gonna have to be like all around yeah. the circle and not you know. Yeah. yeah. Did you guys see this? See this thing in Germany with the with the uh, pool noodles on people's heads? No. No. The, <laughs> I, I, you know, I saw it on social media, there, there's these restaurants in Germany where people, they go to the restaurant and they give them this little hat that has pool n- noodles on it, so that, like, that's your circle that you're not supposed to enter, so that <laughs> these, you know, these noodles on their head. And they're just sitting there by themselves with these pool noodles on their head.
0: <laughs> I
1: just Googled it. Hold on. <laughs> that's ridiculous. Let me, I'm going to
0: share, I'll share this screen real quick just so we all see it here, but that's amazing, dude. Yeah. It's hilarious. Yeah. That, yeah. That, I mean, it's just, you see, it, did you see it goes people so in, wild.
2: Did you see the restaurant in Baltimore or the bar in Baltimore? They have like, inner. they have like
1: inner tubes. Yeah. Oh, they're, that's rad. I think this is, to bring a little bit of humor to it, to like, to go, you know, like, hey, we're going to do this thing. We're going to keep apart from one another, but we're going to try to keep some, you know, humor. Yeah. I think that is brilliant. Yeah, so. Yeah, here,
0: check this out real quick. I'll, I'll share <laughs> the screen just so you see it. Share the screen. <laughs> Can you guys see that?
2: <laughs> I can't
0: see it yet. It's just,
2: it's just, it just says, I started sharing screen, but it's black.
0: Oh, bummer. Okay, well, never mind then. Yeah, Craig. Wild anyway stop sharing um yeah it's just it's just too bad you know it's just i I don't it's it's so hard to so hard to even wrap your head around how you know how you're gonna feel once he really does i mean is it ever gonna be back to normal it feels like it won't you know what i mean but eventually a year from now when it's cycled through everything and i think
2: i think the closest thing to like what we remember what life was a couple months ago I think it'll be five to 10 years.
0: Really? Yeah.
2: To where it's like back to normal people feeling comfortable. Everything's in full swing or attempting to be in full swing. Uh, I mean, it's gnarly. I mean, for, for, for my aspects of it, like the music thing, it's like, okay, okay, we'll allow concerts, but it's not like all of those bands can just go tour, can just like, pick up and go tour right away. You know what I mean? Like, are those, are? it's not uh, financially feasible.
0: Well, yeah. And then I, on top of that, you've had a year of bands and events pushing and pushing dates and pushing dates yeah. and pushing dates. So at a certain point when it does open up, th- I mean, it's going to be such a war to even get a venue. Well, and it's going to cost so you know? much
2: money to put on a show. Right. Insurance, who to knows, to, you know, you have to cut capacity.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: you yeah. know. i see all of these like um I, I you know bands comedians and who have booked dates for the mm-hmm. fall yeah we don't, we don't know if that's like we don't we don't know to show up to any of those And sh- who wants to go but that's the thing it's
2: like it's like who's going to show up to these things you know what I mean? Well, the, a lot of people will, I mean, but <laughs> yeah. not Google, but how are you yeah. going to count on these people showing up
0: yeah, it's hard to say. I mean, I've seen some comedians that are already starting to Country book shows. Country artists should do well. Yeah. Country
2: music artists should
0: do well. Those yeah, are sure. Up. But even comedians, I mean, there's like a, a handful of comedians that are booking dates in Texas and Washington and, you know, all these a- areas that are opening up, you know what I mean? See, what? but
2: a comedian is cheaper all around.
0: Sure. Yeah, compared to a band, a hundred percent. But do. you're still selling nine hundred tickets. You know what I mean to a venue. You know what I mean. It's it's a lot of fucking people. You know.
2: Yeah. No. Yeah. 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 But it's yeah. nine hundred. But like, I mean, where? But where are they playing? Are they playing nine hundred capacity rooms?
0: Yeah, like thousand capacity rooms. It's uh, so the a couple, couple guys I'm talking about like are like Brendan Schaub and and those guys okay. I've been hearing them on the podcast talk about. You know, going to markets that are starting to open: Texas, Washington, Ohio, shit like that. You know where you know Washington is already through most of their their
1: stuff, you know, so well, but you know, who we'll, knows? We'll and we'll see, you know. I mean, like once that starts happening and once things start opening up and people start doing those things, we'll see. I mean, um, you know, I'm no historian, but I remember um from in after World War I, people went out
2: Wait, Eric, how old are
1: you? Yeah. <laughs> 108 yeah
2: go ahead go
0: ahead yeah. after world war one 108 is a sacred buddhist number did you know that no i didn't i mean yes i did i knew
1: that <laughs>
2: there was a band there was
0: a band called 108
1: yeah oh snap nice like people went out and partied in the streets and all got you know like hugging and kissing and drinking together and all this stuff after world war one ended and the um ensuing second wave of the of the flu killed more people than the fucking war did right yeah so yeah, I mean, and that's what you see, you know, it's that,
0: and even even in the uh, the couple articles I read today, even in the communities that are starting to open up, you're starting to see numbers <laughs> starting to rise again, you know what I mean? So it's well, like, it's going to naturally, you know. I mean, in the end, in the
2: end, shit's going to open up and uh, sh- people are still going to keep getting sick and it's up to, you know what I mean? It's up to the people that want to go out and the people that don't want to go out. Well, I I mean, there's just,
0: you know, and it goes to what kind of what we were talking about before we started is, it's just the general, for any of us to assume the federal government or government in any sense is going to be fucking doing exactly what's right for the people is asinine. You know what I mean? It's, it's mismanaged, it's misappropriated, it's misfunded, it's the whole thing, you know what I mean? They're, They're wasting our money constantly, but there is ways to do this, you know what I mean? Individually, state to state, county to county. But it's such a huge machine, I think, that once it starts rolling, how do you, you know, like we were talking about, testing, initially testing everyone would have been the way to do that. And then keeping the people infected or, or even at risk at home, you know, rather than completely shutting down the country. And
1: that's, then... That's the thing that I think is the, is the worst thing, that like, yes, there were things that could have been done ahead of time. And there, there were things that could have been done, you know, at certain points, but then even once the horse was out of the barn, we still haven't really, like, okay, like, I remember, you know, two and a half months ago, hearing this phrase, like, wartime mentality, there still hasn't been any real attack of this, you know, it's like, right. the only way that we, the reason there has to be a blanket shutdown is because there's no tar- there's no testing to be able to target sick people. That's the only yeah that's that's the only way that you could do it there is no other way right you, you either tell everyone to stay home or you find out who actually has the virus and you ask them to stay home and right. like it's there's no there isn't any other way to do it so unless we have that and you know we're inching forward and in our and recently even where we in the county we live in just in the past 10 days there have been um several testing centers that have been opening up and there and there there's more and more testing that's been available now there's problems with tests too. And, you know, that's, that could be a whole show just tests, but you know, like the, but there isn't another alternative. Like we, we need to test positive negative test and antibody test and figure out like, you know, so you can just isolate people who, who are, are sick, you know, or, or, are carrying the virus. Yeah. But now
0: you're at the mercy of, the government and these people making these decisions, assuming that they're making the test correctly without cutting corners and how many false positives. And then on top of that, you know, the, you know, there is something to be said for making healthy people stay home on top of that. You, you need to be out among people to, you know, have your body react to normal viruses, flu viruses, cold viruses, any other thing that might, you know, you, you can potentially create a huge bigger problem by having healthy people stay in their houses and not be, you know, they're devaluing their own immune systems by not, you know, contacting anything. You know what I mean? It's, there's a million ways. And then also I, I, I remember when I start pitching is that I'm judging this in real time. You know what I mean? Like this isn't a hundred years later where we can look at it. It's like we have the opportunity now to find the, all this information so fast, and then be like they should have done this and they should have done that and i can't believe they're not doing it and it's like dude what it's a shit show man it's an absolute shit show you know i mean
1: i i agree with everything you said except for yeah, yeah. they should have done this there were people in january who mm-hmm. had who, and and some of some of whom were in our government oh um, yeah who, who came out with plans testing mm-hmm. was the first thing on the list so so some of this, yes, you're absolutely right. We do that all the time. I do that all t- all the time. I'm like fucking Mon- Monday morning quarterback. Like fuck. Like why? Why didn't they run this play? But like, but why um, didn't they just hand it off to Marshawn Lynch? Yeah, any anyone with any functioning brain understood from the very beginning that testing was the most important part. And even if you have, even if you have tests that are are providing. They're not it's not false positives that's not really a, the problem the problem is false negatives right? right there's tons and tons and it's like but they fast tracked that which makes sense i mean fast tracking the tests they weren't the best they didn't have they didn't want to take the time to to test how good the tests were so they got those all out and that makes sense because you're in a crisis but testing remains to still three months later after we found out like oh we've got a real problem. There still isn't, you know, I mean, a week in fucking Taiwan, Hong Kong are doing, you know, North Korea, they're doing 10,000 tests a day, like, you know, right away. Um, And I mean, and we're doing that too, but we're the, the expert, like opinions that I've read and, and I've read these plans that have, that like conservative and liberal think tanks have put out, they're saying that like. Um, that we need to be doing five million tests a day in this country just to keep up, and mm-hmm. we're doing and we're doing like, you know, one hundred fifty thousand across the country, which you know, which is better than early days, Not. but but we have you know, we've got almost four hundred million people, and you know, and what the what the Asian countries were doing, we're like we're going to test people like every few weeks. Like you're not, only, you're not going to get one test. You're going to, you're going to continue to test, you know?
0: Yeah. And yeah. It's, it's a trip. Cause I don't, it, part of me thinks like that obviously yet, yeah, I, I think testing is a thing, but we're so fucking big. We have so many people in this country. I understand that China has so many more, and, you know, there's a lot of people everywhere, but the, it seems to be that we're on the cusp of like this ridiculous divide between the right and the left. And you have states that won't work with each other, that live right next to each other, even counties that won't work with each other because of a political line, you know what I mean? And it's like, we're almost getting what we deserve at this point. <laughs> it's like, we've been so fucking ignorant to each other for so long that it's like, we're going to just let ourselves, you know, be like this now, you know what I mean? Because of this dividing line, you know, over blue and red or whatever. It's 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 the saddest thing to see, you know? yeah true. and i i'm in the and and i wanted to bring up too that you have you have a, a facebook live uh thing that you guys do that's a lot about politics and and yeah you know, and you were telling me you know it's based on you know gain gaining back the art of the conversation you know and having a political disagreement and being okay with it you know
1: yeah my friend john and i um um we call it common ground and we do it on facebook um facebook live you know we and so we started doing zoom also and then and then um putting that um, broadcasting that onto Facebook live and we, and people type in um, we're going to start having guests like this. Now we never did before, you know, all we did was broadcast on Facebook live and then we would read comments real and then we would respond to them. Um, But yeah, it's mostly political. And you know, our, our whole idea is that like, let's, let's try to have a conversation where we're not, where we're not making assumptions about, you know, if you, it, if, if you're you know whatever like just let's not call somebody conservative and decide that they that that means that they believe all these things or liberal and that means and then dismiss the let's just have a conversation about an issue and let's not bring up those kind of labels at all let's just try to have a let's discuss this issue and um and you know i i think it's really good i think that when 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 we have conversation, it, it's pretty easy to find something to find the common ground in, you know, like, we can agree on something, even even if we have really different views about, now, some people are yahoos, you know, some people are just like, minute one, they're calling you some name, and they're making an assumption about, I mean, did, you know, oh, yeah. Friday, I was talking about somebody started accusing me of being, like, uh, anti-Second Amendment, it's like, I never fucking talked about guns. I don't have any problem with people owning guns. Like, that, what are you talking about? You know? And started calling me names, you know? It's like, this is exactly what we're saying. Like, and this is the whole point of the show, is to say, just because I hold this opinion doesn't mean that you know anything about what I, like, you know what I'm telling you right now, that's it, you know? And, like, let's discuss that um yeah
2: yeah, yeah it's, it sucks when it's like like we live in a world where it's like if you believe you have to be like full bore on a team you can't right. just be like hey i like a little bit of that hey i like a little bit of that hey i like a little bit of that
0: what does that make me i don't know because yeah. it's a little bit of
2: everything you
0: know yeah i mean this is a dying dying star as far as this stuff goes You are the political lines and it's so shitty because we get, we get thrown, everyone gets thrown into these categories. You know what I mean? When it's a very small, small, like vocal majority that gets the right and left, the extremes, you know, their points across. And for some reason, you know, the algorithms in Facebook, they, they actually give you shit that pisses you off because you react to it. So now you're engaged. And so now it's this big cycle, you know what I mean? Like, I just think it's, it's such a vocal minority that are that asinine that can't, I mean, my old man is a 4chan Trump supporting, you know what I mean? A full blooded red American. And I fucking love the dude to death. And we argue and we disagree and we agree on certain things. You know what I mean? Um, You know, and, and, but we can still, at this point, you know, there was many times where we've had blowouts, but um we can walk away and be cool you know what i mean and i think it's starting to get back to that again you know the pendulum seems to be swinging you know and the left is overstepped just as much as the right you know what i mean and they're both pretty
1: embarrassing to be honest you know? <laughs> i hope you're right i'm not seeing that and this this yeah. as i said earlier like when, when we first we were first in early days of this um you know covid situation people were together there was a crisis but we're back to it being completely political oh yeah and make no mistake it's not just yes you're totally right about the facebook um, algorithm but then also um all news they all they care about is clicks and likes and you know like that's all they care about so all they're doing is stirring the pot and politicians only you know, like they're gonna they're gonna support their team as John was talking about. They're not. It's not like common good. It's like I'm I'm supporting my team. I'm and this, this. I'm this. You're that. Team
0: sports. It's tribalism.
1: I mean, it's pure tribalism. But but the you know what um, this conversation like either health um, risk mitigation or the economy. That's a politically motivated um, dichotomy. That's fucking nonsense. We have to keep people safe and keep people working though. Like, and what, and if, and if politics and news media was left out of the situation, we would talk to each other and we would get super creative about how to keep (coughs) us safe and keep working and keep making money. But that's not, that does not serve the elites. That does not serve the media and the politicians. And so, and all the, all the, the statistics and all the, the, the polling and all the things that that people follow about conspiracy theories. People think they're being super maverick about about certain um, conspiracy theories but the only, only the, the the conspiracy theories that get really popular are the ones that, that media people and politicians are start espousing. So once again, the elite are the ones that decide. Even the the people that are like, I'm fucking super um, maverick and, and you know deviant. No, those are those are the ones that are coming from the top two, you know? Of course, man. It's all disinformation. It's all there's gonna be,
0: there's, there's gonna and, be a loose, there's gonna be
2: a, a new loose change movie, and it's gonna be about 5G cell towers. <laughs> Yeah, 5G cell towers took down towers, took down a tower seven, right? Yeah, or whatever it was.
1: Well, you know, people in England like burned some 5G towers down.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and then, then, then right all over the
0: world, 5G's in like five countries. You know what I mean? That's ridiculous. They went,
2: they went went and made their kids some microwave burritos.
0: Right. Yeah, and they're like those damn 5G cell towers. Yeah. Yeah right right to the mcdonald's drive-through you know? yeah. yeah
1: which is one of the things that john is constantly talking about he's like what are you fucking talking about like look at all of the exactly that that machine is still running oh yeah yeah, McDonald's yeah. Machine is still running
0: yeah so i mean obviously
1: you know having we could go over this
0: all day but the uh, one of the main reasons i wanted to talk to you is because of your your buddhist uh beliefs you're, you're, uh, you've, you've been telling me about meditation and breathing for years, you know what I mean? And it it wasn't until very recently, you know, I always told you that my anger keeps me sharp and you know what I mean? And it it, it is true at a certain point, but what I am finding is that I am, you know, I really, I have started doing like some guided meditation stuff. I've been using uh, the Sam Harris app a lot, uh, doing the, it's, I, what's it, it's not calm it's the other one wake up I think it's called yeah and it's been great you know what I mean Uh, and then I'm a big proponent of like the Wim Hof breathing method and all that stuff I've been panicking and doing that stuff so but I wanted to ask you like how did you get into this stuff and what is it like what are some basic techniques you use to kind of deal with the stress I mean exercise is always a good one but just to be able to quiet your own mind down is so powerful I'm finding you know and you were a hundred percent right. I've been, I've been wrong the whole time is what
1: I, <laughs> what I've realized. <laughs> um, well, you know, I, you guys met me a little bit later, you know, I, I was, um, I was quite rambunctious and quite violent in my youth and you guys don't, don't know me like that, you know? And, um, and, yeah, I've heard stories, but you know, it's hard for me to really imagine, you know? Yeah. And, and <clears throat> I, I mean, I, I transformed myself. There's no question about it, you know, like, um, and it was years. I mean, it didn't, it's not like it. I mean, at first it was like I had, I still had quite an attachment to the identity that I had, you know? And, um, I mean, I, I, I first, you know, I first just heard about meditation in actually a, a class and I, you know, I tried it out and then, um, on on one of my first trips to Asia, on my first trip to Asia, not one of my, my my first trip to Asia, I um I visited a Buddhist monastery um and um decided to stay for a week and um and just lived the way the monks lived there and um it had an incredible impact on me that sort of changed me forever. Um, you know. Getting, getting up in the morning and spending the vast majority of your day meditating. And if you're not meditating in the, in the traditional sense of sitting there, which we did that and we did chanting, <clears throat> but then also there was instructions about how to mindfully clean and how to mindfully eat. And I was introduced to these concepts. Um, and, you know, I, I went back to, to life and carried on much the way I did before but I was I was hooked you know I was like I was my interest was peaked and while I was there I I felt like a kind of relaxed that I had never felt at that point in my life you know I was 19 years old and I was like I never you know um I never felt like that before I like I had moments where I was like there's nothing wrong and I had never felt like that like <laughs> yeah. And, and still, you know, like, um, I, I, and when, when you're in a, when you have that kind of moment where like, there's nothing wrong, what really is there is a pretty joyful feeling. Um, and, um, very, very simple techniques, um, can get you to that place, you know, like, um, I mean, it's not instantaneous and it's not, you can't turn it on and off, but the the practice is continually going back and it's I mean you go back and go back and go back and you what you're doing is training your mind just the same way that like if you were to go to the gym and and do reps you know you're training that muscle and that's what you're doing in your mind and our our brains are hardwired I I mean I've done and I think Sam Harris is kind of into this too isn't he not he's not just buddhist isn't he like uh, um he does something with brain research or oh something? he's
0: a neuroscientist dude yeah he's a neurological scientist i mean a, a <laughs> fucking smart motherfucker dude he understands <laughs> the brain dude yeah you know, it's it's so shocking i'm, glad, I'm <laughs>
2: glad you specified that a neuroscientist is a smart i mean but when you hear him talk oh, God, you're like this is so
0: this this guy's so much i mean and it's not just smart with technical shit i mean he's he's so in tuned with how people seem to work and not just the mechanics of the brain, but, and he pisses a lot of people off too. I don't agree with everything he says all the time, you know, but, um, I mean, but yes, very much so he's into the science of the brain
1: too. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm doing a zoom book club just like this right here with, with a couple of my friends and we're reading a book called uh, Buddha's brain. Mm-hmm. And you know, there's, it's all neuroscience and, and Buddhism and, um, and you know, like like that breathing technique you were talking about, really what what's there are certain things that that help you um, like activate the parasympathetic nervous system and mm-hmm. and that's the relaxing one you know that's the yeah. that's part of our nervous system that helps us chill mm-hmm. and so there are things that like um you know a breathing technique can get you into that relaxation quicker, but really our our minds are hardwired to to notice and remember the shit that causes trouble. The um it's that's actually how our, our minds are our, our brains are hardwired to do that because things things that feel good are important. We need to we need to like be attracted to the food that like you know sets off the or sex or whatever. Those things are, are important to our survival, but they're not as important as the things that cause danger. So even when we're talking about this thing about Facebook and about the politics, those things tap into the same, um, the same centers of the mind that are like are attracted. We click on those things. The dopamine blast that our brain gets yeah. is from that, that danger um, mechanism. It's like, what is that thing? I need to know what that thing is. And we're attracted to it. And our minds are going to do that. And they're going to keep going. They remem- it remembers the danger stuff more, um, the negative experiences more that. So, you well, order- know, you're talking
0: about hundreds of thousands of years of evolution, you know what I mean? Of us as a species of human running for our lives from animals or running for our lives to animals to kill them or surviving or warring with tribes. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I read a statistic that like, we're still 10,000 years behind in our brain compared to how we're living now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we're our brains are hardwired still for 10,000 years ago at this point. You know what I mean? Like, and it makes sense that those, those markers, I mean, I see it with my kids on the phone, even I have, you know, you get that phone, you start scrolling, you get those dopamine hits, you put it down. Now you're panicking. You don't know what to do. You're bored. You know, there's all those things. And it's the same thing with bad food you know what i mean uh positive reinforcement negative reinforcement it it all feels it hits the same centers of the brain it seems like you know what i mean i'm starting to really figure it out now but i'm nowhere near close to getting doing I always, anything about it <laughs>
2: you know I I mean? have, there's, there's times when i have like moments of like everything is okay <clears throat> and it just like like i always i constantly am thinking and trying to work on myself and you know always in different practices therapy meditation all of it but there's times when i have these moments of just like holy shit life is really nice and like i can feel it in my brain and i just like when those moments hit i'm just like like, i sit there and i close my eyes i'm like oh my god enjoy this moment right now enjoy this nice moment so like I definitely uh as someone who's probably practiced less than both of you guys, it's definitely something of interest that, you know, I can see helping the world.
1: Yeah, man. I, I um so I'm also I, I, I told Craig the other day that I was um I did uh I've been doing these um retreats on Zoom for the past few weekends. I mean one of the things that I've been doing that I'm stoked on with the you know, stay at home. I I don't have to like I might not have gone to LA or to Seattle or whatever to these retreats, but guess what? On zoom, I'm, I'm down You're you know? there. Yeah. Like, you know, making myself something to eat and three minutes later I'm on, you know, like, Oh, um, yeah. so, um, it's been really good for me. And um, I love, so we're um, reading this book by this um, Thai master that, that taught, I mean, basically he was the, he was the reason, like most of the Buddhism that's in the United States that has to do with vipassana which is, just means insight and you know um so many of the teachers that teach today including sam harris you know he's deep into vipassana you know like that all came from this guy ajan cha from from thailand because he opened a monastery specifically to um ordain foreign monks and so a bunch of people came over and then they brought it her over here and, and there is tibetan and zen and other um but the, but that was kind of the first thing so anyway we'll read this <laughs> Sorry. by him and I love this thing so much um he said um when the maverick heart doesn't get what it wants it makes trouble and I was just like I just started fucking cracking up like uh, <laughs> yeah that shit that what you know when it, it does make trouble i mean it when you you know when you're really attached to something you know and uh, you guys both know i've had a, a a tough past year when you're very attached to something Man, not only does the heart hurt, but the mind spins, and it, you know, it does not want to be wrangled, you know. And um, and you've got to you've got to tell that thing over and over and over again as often as you can to come back to this present moment. And so that's what meditation is. Yeah, I'm always just trying to remind myself
2: that, like, you know, pain is temporary. You know, pain is temporary. This is temporary. Get through it you know,
0: try to ground myself that way of just like, you know. Yeah. Yeah. One of the things I, I try to really keep in mind, you know what I mean? Because, you know, when it comes to raising kids and working, you're working your ass off. It's, I mean, no, you know, you seem to never get a break, but, you know, I really try to come back to the, like, gratitude. You know what I mean? It, it's something that just hits, it hits my brain at least a couple times a day. It's like, as bad as things are, I'm, I was, first of all, I was, I'm born in America. I'm a white man. And not only that, I'm born in America at the most incredible time in history, essentially. You know what I mean? Like how lucky are we to be in this moment to have the even option to worry about, you know, how I'm going to pay my next bill or whatever, because it could be so much worse. I mean, you've been all over the world and you've, I'm sure you've seen poverty and like we've never even imagined. You know what I mean? And I, I try to keep that in mind. Like, I'm not digging through the garbage to get my food. My kids are safe. Everything's fine. This temporary thing that I'm pissed about, the guy on the road or some dickhead at work or whatever, like these things are so finite compared to the grand scale of human history and how bad it could really be. I mean, when I read that, uh, there was a post that was, you know, if you were born in the 1900s, the amount of like trials and tribulations you went through your whole life. And it, I was like, dude, <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, we got through nine eleven, that was rough. You know what I mean? Yeah, and Obviously true. millions of people suffer every day, you know, and I'm just, I'm lucky, dude, I'm a lucky motherfucker, you know, and I try to really keep that in mind, you know, when I start, when my brain starts bitching, you know what I mean? About how bad things are and how unfair it is. And, you know, all these things, it's just um the gratitude is really something that's kind of Helped anchor me down a little bit, you know, and and just and then to really remember to, okay, when the like you were talking, John, like those moments where the life feels great, you know, like when I'm hiking or riding my bike and I'm at the top of a mountain or with my family and everyone's getting along and no one's fighting. Those those moments are so precious, you know, and I'm starting to realize like those are the moments you need to hold on to and and to be able to quiet your mind down to that point where you can make yourself feel like that you know what I mean like or I don't know what is it do you make yourself feel like that or
1: do you harness the feeling what is it you know there's there's a weird dichotomy that happens here but just there is there is you know what you want to do is you want to choose like both things are real right you've got whatever whatever challenges you've got those are real we and the things that you're um, you could be grateful for those are real. So there is a choice to make, which I'm not going to focus on. But as I was saying, the the brain is hardwired to focus on the challenges, to take for granted the things that are already set. Man, I already I already put all this food in the in the in store for the winter time, and you know, like I, I mean, the things that you you know that you do, you've already. You, it's our brains are hardwired to like sort of take that for granted. But so there's a choice to make in terms of like, I, I want to be grateful for these things. That's real. And but the, since the brain is hardwired, you've got to practice. You've got to teach that. Um, you've got to teach your mind to, uh, to obey a little bit, because what it wants to do is it wants to focus on on the on the things that it perceives as threats. Instead of the things that, so both things are true. It's not like you're, I, I, Buddhism does not ever suggest that, in fact, the, you know what it's saying is be present with whatever is happening, even yeah. in the pain. But then also, when, be um, disciplined enough to notice when it doesn't hurt. And if that's different right now, to right now than it is and if it goes back to hurting the next second then that's you know so yeah. practicing helps you notice how the pain and that could be um, a pain in your knee from sitting cross-legged or that could be emotional pain but it does change and the and the more time you spend in meditation the the more you have the ability to be able to notice what's actually present instead of deciding what like Oh, this is my feeling, or this is how I feel about this, or this is how I'm going to feel if this thing happens. Not like the training is about noticing what is real and accepting it. And, you know, in, in, um, in Buddhism, there's one of the, there's, uh, you know, I'll I'll try to keep this real short, but there's, there's a few foundations. There's something called the four noble truths. And basically it says there's, Life is going to include pain, like, you know, and you may suffer um, and the suffering that you experience is dependent on how much you hold on to shit. Mm. It's the grasping, the, the clinging that causes the suffering. Pain is inevitable, suffering is optional suffering is about us not being able to accept what is real and but our brains don't do that naturally so that's where the training comes in it feels so unnatural
0: to think that way you know what i
1: mean like yeah
0: it just feels so it you know for me personally white knuckling my way through life has been so okay for me <laughs> you know what i mean like for the most part and i'm realizing that you know i'm cl- inching on 40 it's like you can't white knuckle through your 50s or your 60s or your fucking you have to be okay with yourself and the one cool thing that i've been experiencing now that i've been doing the meditation every day like just 10 minute little things you know and i've been doing it that long probably a month or two in but the the cool thing that i have noticed is when uh you know, I used to panic at you know, when you you're trying to clear your mind, trying to think of nothing, just trying to focus on your breath, you know. Um, you these thoughts wouldn't enter in and it would become this battle of getting the thought out of your head, you know. And then what this this the the waking up app really helped me do was realize like, okay, acknowledge the idea, acknowledge the thought, know that it's there, and then move on. You know what I mean? And that was like so big for me to realize to like it doesn't have to be a battle for me to clear my mind completely. Cause it's probably not going to happen. You know, you're going to have rogue thoughts or maybe it will for certain amounts of time. But, um, it was so cool to be able to let go of the thought and just acknowledge its presence, acknowledge what it is, and then continue thinking about the breath. You know what I mean? That was, that was really enlightening for me. You know, the truth.
1: the truth is the, the battle, the battle, um, you you engaging in that battle creates, yeah it, like it it elongates, yeah. it elongates the process oh
0: 100 I'd, I'd spend five of the 10 minutes fucking fighting myself over one thought i had you know i mean and then over
1: the time over the last month or so it's been easier to deal with oh for two so now, now you're in battle and then and then on top of that you're going why can't i fucking do this and you know like the, that whole thing happens but the mind is gonna think you like that's what it's there for and you want it to obviously it serves you uh it's not going to stop thinking ever what you can get better at is not engaging it one of my teachers one time said hey man the jehovah witness is going to knock on the door you don't have to invite him in for tea yeah like you know like that you know <laughs> the think if if you just watch it and one of the, one of the famous Buddhist, um, imagery, um, that's used is like, if you're lying on a, on a, on the grass, you're looking up and a cloud, you know, is going by. And like, if you don't follow it with your eyes, it just lasts this long. And that's the same way. If you don't engage the thought, if you don't hold on to it, you don't get drunk. You know, you don't. Get, oh, totally, dude. That's kicking and screaming. I dragged.
0: I dragged yeah. myself for the first like five minutes, but yeah, that's so cool, man.
2: I've been I've been working on a thing called radical acceptance, which I'm sure you've heard of. Yeah, that's been like something that I've gravitated towards as far as like getting through things. You know what I mean, like. Uh, and I never I had never heard of it before until like a few months ago.
0: I've never heard of it at all. You know, this is the first time I've ever heard of it.
2: It's basically the practice of accepting life's on life's terms and uh recognizing that you can't change shit.
0: You know what, Shimer, you've been telling me forever mm-hmm. it is what it is. <laughs> I mean, it, it really so I think I feel like the, you've been practicing that for a like, long time, like you know? <laughs> of things,
2: one of the things I've been... But the, the thing is, one of the things that, that I was listening to and I've been... Is, like, this lady, she goes, like, basically, it is what it is. Yeah. You know? And I'm like, damn. I'm like, I always say it kind of bullshittingly.
1: Mm-hmm. But
2: when she was saying it in that context, I'm like, it really is what it is. You know, but I, I think I've always said it is what it is, but I've never accepted it. Right. You know, I've always been like uh how can I change this? How can I change this? You know what I mean? Like how can I how can I change whatever it is that's 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 bugging? Instead yeah. of just going like this is happening. This has happened. Here we
1: are. Be okay. Right? You know. Yeah. So well, that's, you know, the in meditation what You know the the continually bringing yourself back to the present moment is yeah exactly the present moment is helping you do that like that's what it that's it's training it's it's training not so you become an excellent meditator it's so that when you're going through your day your mind is now programmed to be able to stay in in the moment not start tripping about like regret or or start about What what
2: happened before what's happening what could happen.
1: You know, you're you're do you're you're responding, hopefully, a little wiser all the time, with what's actually happening, not not yeah. being lost in your imagination. Exactly. And that's what it is. Everyone everyone gets lost in their imagination
2: and you're not thinking about what's happening in the moment. You start thinking about all these things that aren't even happening, don't even exist, but that's the human brain. And you have to train against that.
1: It's almost always like if you almost always. Now, sometimes, um, there is danger like that happens, but most of the time, like if you just check in, like, yeah, everything's okay right now. Yeah. 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 Um, and yeah, one of the, um, one of the meditation instructions often is, um, paying attention without adding anything and without taking anything away. So that's that radical acceptance of like, like I, I'm not justifying anything. I'm not. I'm you're not.
2: You're not. You're not. You're not saying you're okay with something. You're not okay with a thing. You're not saying, "Hey, this is okay to do this," or "This is okay that this happened." It's just this happened.
1: Yeah. Acceptance. Right. It, acceptance. Some, this, some, this
2: has happened, and you know what? Like if If you don't accept that it's happened and figure out a way to move past it that way, you're just gonna constantly be in your head
1: yeah, sometimes you decide that that there is action that's required, but that doesn't that doesn't mean that you're not accepting of what happened or is happening
0: yeah well, and it's it can nice. be it can be action required, not reaction you know what I mean that's another and that's, a, that's, that's another thing. thing and I'm very yeah, reactionary that's, that's you know bonding responding not reacting right yeah therapy um what so i wanted to see though i don't know how comfortable you feel with this but would you like treat us like total dummies and like do like a a quick i mean are you comfortable to do like a uh, like a beginner kind of five minute like little breathing meditation kind of thing we talked about some of the stuff that i might say but yeah sure i mean i i think it would be cool just for anyone that's listening or watching that has zero. Idea of how to even
1: get started. I I don't know how comfortable you feel doing Which, that. What,
0: what do we need to do? Just just talk us
2: through
1: it. I feel I feel comfortable, but I'm gonna um I'm gonna set a timer so that uh, okay, all right. Yeah,
0: I'd say like five ten minutes, whatever you know. What I mean, just so five, or, like or I said, I I would love kinda, for anyone that's interested to try to do a very simple breathing technique. You know, just learn how to the the very beginnings would be really cool for people.
1: All right, so I I'm. I'm just going to do six minutes. That's, um, 10 minutes sounds really short, but it's a little while. Yeah. Um, so, um, so get yourself in a, in a posture where you're upright um, and comfortable and, um, being balanced is good. Yeah. Uh, So, However you feel like you can be upright and alert and balanced and comfortable. And allow your eyes to close. Bring your attention to your breath. And just try to notice where it's strongest for you. For some people, it's at the nostrils. For some people, it's the rising and falling of the belly. So if you just sort of notice where it's most obvious to you and put your attention there. Do your best to observe the breathing without controlling it. First foundation of mindfulness is mindfulness of breath. Just trying to pay attention. You're going to hear things, you're going to feel things, but we're bringing the attention of the breath to the forefront. That's where you're placing your focus. And each time you have a sensation, or you have a thought, a feeling, simply notice and bring your attention back to your breath. We want to do this with a sense of friendliness, greeting the breath, accepting what is present for us, without adding, without taking away, experiencing the present moment. time a thought holds your attention, you just escort your attention back to the breath, without judgment. Second foundation of mindfulness is Mindfulness of body. Without losing touch with mindfulness of breath, bring some of your attention to the top of your head. Scan to your face, try to relax the muscles in your face. As your jaw clenched. Rise. Lightly closed, not tightly closed. Is there a way you can relax your shoulders a little bit? As you move your attention downwards, being aware of where your body meets the chair. Can you soften your belly at all? Are your thighs tense? Allow them to be relaxed. Feel your feet on the ground. Without losing the felt sense of being in your body in this present moment, turn the majority of your attention back to your breath. Just three more breaths. I wonder if John fell asleep? Is John dead? I totally fell asleep. <laughs>
2: <laughs> like three quarters of the way through it. And like, I like, I all of a sudden like woke up and I was like, oh shit.
0: <laughs> and then I just like totally kind of fell asleep there too a little bit. I, I, I'm going to tell you right now, Ricer, I'm Zen as fuck. Yeah, you know what I mean, that was that was cool, man. That was very, very helpful, man. How long were you guys staring at me, by the way? Like 10 seconds. Yeah. Okay, word. that was awesome, man. So, is it okay to fall
1: asleep? <laughs> Absolutely,
2: I kind of, like, I mean, I was, I was in fact, I was able to fall asleep that quick. That's crazy, man.
1: That yeah, that was awesome, man. As soon as you get relaxed, if what's present is tired, you're gonna fall asleep, right? I mean, that's you know um and i i went back i've gone back a couple of times but i um i went to i went and stayed in a monastery in thailand for uh 3 weeks and we would get up our first um our first meditation of the day was from 4 to 5:30 a.m. and you know that's early people fall asleep man even the even monks who that's their whole life yeah. you know, You see you know you, you see this all you know nodding out and like and you know in in um in thai forest tradition that's where the like there's walking meditation is a big part of it too so um they just get up from the seated position and just start doing walking meditation in the back man if you know whatever that's it takes to, to stay awake that's early you know i yeah. no matter what that's early and uh yeah Oh, dude, this has been awesome, man.
0: I, I appreciate all good. your insight and everything. Um, so uh, you, we can tune into Common Ground on Facebook Live, right? We'll be posting the link and all that stuff. But um, yeah, man, I mean, I'm just so, so stoked you've been right all these years. I've been telling you to go fuck yourself every time you talk to me about oh.
1: it. <laughs> hey. Nice to know there's one thing I was right about. <laughs> hey, man, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> All right man well uh, uh that that covers the podcast, so we're gonna get Zen as fuck when we get off of here. Perfect. All right man. I'll see you. you guys.